Shrek. Hello! <laughs> we did that. Welcome yeah, back. We Welcome back to our show. The second, second golden, golden age of radio. With Richard Templeman. And Kelly Tolly. And without any further delay, I'll tell you the radio show we're going to be talking about today. It is the radio series Dragnet. And if you have heard of Dragnet before, you'll know the iconic da 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 Ladies and gentlemen, the story you are about to hear is true. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. Dragnet, the authentic story of your police force in action. It was a police show based on real police. They're dramatized for the radio. Dragnet was broadcast from June 3rd, 1949 to February 26, 1957, on NBC. Star Jack Webb as Detective Sergeant Joel Friday. Then he had a lot of different partners throughout the show's run. So it turns out Jack Webb was the creator-director of the series and wanted everything to be as authentic as possible. It was totally authentic, down to the sound effect. The stories were based on actual police files, and then names have been changed to protect the innocent. It did break a few radio taboos as well as things such as dramatizing sex crimes. Children were also killed on occasion. And then eventually, as we should know, the series eventually went to television, ran for many years on TV. They've also made spin-off movies, etc., etc. Dum de dum dum. The first four notes of the opening theme composed by Walter Schumann became a pop culture legend, and it's forever associated with Dragnet. Oh, and thank you very much for the history lesson. That is all very interesting information. Uh, I know it was a television show, too, and... Hmm, Sergeant Joe Friday. And today's episode we're going to be listening to is Big Bill from January 19th, 1954. Just the facts. I just want the facts famous saying from Dragon. Alright, so we'll listen to Big Bill, come back, talk about it, and then we'll go from there. Hello, and welcome back. So, Kelly, what did you think of that enthralling episode of Dun 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 Dragnet? The story you are about to hear is true. Only the names have been changed to protect the innocent. Well... This is my second time listening to it, and I'm pretty sure the first time there were some awesome commercials for cigarettes in it, but I could be thinking of another one. Anyway, it's a goodie. You're right. I do remember when we first listened to it, it had the full commercials and they're not edited out, and they definitely were like, mmm, smoking is good. I love reaching for a cigarette and lighting it on fire and putting cancer directly into my lungs. Available in large, extra large, and super duper jumbo large. So I guess my gut reactions, my reactions immediately after listening were, it was very procedural and it was very boring, but part of that made it fun to listen to, don't get me wrong, like because it was so mundane but they were like 
committed to their characters and good at acting, it seemed like more natural dialogue. So that kind of natural speak was kind of interesting. But nowadays, with CSI and all those shows, they just are like over-the-top dramatic. I do know exactly what you mean. Um, I guess television... I don't know, because usually television you can be more subtle. But the voice, the dragnet, he's very monotonous. And I guess that's his character, so it works. But the other, it was good. I didn't dislike it. The lady, she cracked me up a lot with her, oh, she's my best friend. She would definitely tell me everything. There are no secrets she would ever keep from me. I know everything about her whole love life and everything about everything she made for dinner last night and whatever. Oh, but I haven't heard from her in a month, but that's okay. She's like my very best friend, and I know everything about her, but when she peaced out for a month, I was like, girl, why you not calling? But I was like, whatever, no suspicions here. She's fine. She's fine, I just never heard of her. Yeah, and then the guy that they interviewed, what do you want? Why are you asking me these questions? Who said that? Who said that about me? Let me at him. I'll tell him. I'll tell him I didn't do anything. Yeah, you don't want to go into the to the tea room, the restaurant that she worked in, because you won't find her dead body there. So I don't even know why you would want to go in there. There's no reason you're not going to find a dead body there. So I didn't do it. Yeah, that guy was totally obvious, but I guess, I don't know, for a half-hour show, they had to make it a little bit more obvious so that they could get to the cigarette commercial breaks. Friends, as you know on Dragnet, we've always tried to emphasize the importance of facts. And when we talk to you about Chesterfield, we give you the facts. You heard the report George Fenneman read earlier. Nose, throat, and accessory organs not adversely affected by smoking Chesterfields. Now that's the first such report ever published about any cigarette. Remember that report and make Chesterfield your cigarette. Get them, regular or king size. Chesterfield, the best possible smoke much milder. If you'll compare Fatima with any other king-size cigarette just like this, you'll find Fatima's length filters the smoke 85 millimeters for your protection. Fatima's length cools the smoke for your protection. Fatima's length gives you those extra puffs, 21% longer than standard cigarette size. And in Fatima, you get an extra mild and soothing smoke, plus the added protection of Fatima quality. Prove it today. Bye, Fatima. Yes, that's it. Oh my gosh, regular or king size. Absolutely no problems with your health. Just smoke away. In fact, go get some more to smoke. Smoke two at a time. They're really good for you. So between Chesterfields and Fatima, apparently, according to doctors, they don't harm you. There's no adverse nose throat or any other reasons no adverse effect to nose throat or whatever lies this is the first study shown that so the first lie study oh makes me so mad fatima has a longer filter which means no fire enters your throat yeah it sounds like they're having a uh comparison contest. Ours are extra large. Oh yeah, but ours are 21% longer and filtered for your protection. It's really crazy and gross to think about that nowadays. Ugh. 
Do you know what doesn't kill you? Cigarettes, buy more. So I think basically what we're saying is that the most important part of this Dragnet episode were the commercials, because they were by far the most entertaining in their complete, utter lack of truth-telling and knowledge. Yes, I was most entertained by those commercials. Eek! The other thing I remembered as a child growing up, did you ever hear of Square One? Square One TV. Da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da. Square One. Da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da. It was a show on PBS all about math, and their spoof of Dragnet was called MathNet. And they had Sergeant Kate Monday and Pat Tuesday, and they also had their Joe Friday, so... And his name was George Frankly. But they had the partner be a woman, Kate Monday, Pat Tuesday, and each installment was maybe five minutes, but it was five minutes each day, so Monday through Friday. By the time Friday hit, you'd get the whole mystery, and they used math to solve the crimes. It was, for a child, the best afternoon television of education I could ever see. I do kind of vaguely remember that, actually. Yay for diversity and women detectives. True that, and... I'll add some clips from MathNet if I can find them here onto the podcast. It was life-changing. The story you are about to see is a fib, but it's short. The names are made up, but the problems are real. It was Monday, 9.43 a.m., and in the greater Los Angeles area, it was quiet. A little too quiet. We were working the day watch out of MathNet. My partner is George Frankly. The boss is Thad Green. My name is Monday. I'm a mathematician. George had just returned from his vacation, a fishing expedition in a remote area in the Great North Woods. The story you are about to see is a fib, but it's short. The names are made up, but the problems are real. It was Monday, 9.43 a.m., and New York was sweltering in a heat wave, a tropical heat wave. The temperature's rising. It isn't surprising. You certainly can, but that's another story. I was working the day watch out of MathNet. The boss is Joe Greco. My partner is George Frankly. My name is Tuesday, a mathematician from a little town out west trying to get used to the big city back east. We'd have to, I don't know, set it in a coffee shop. That's like the trendy tea cozy of the day, right? I don't know. Maybe like a kombucha shop or something. I don't know. Um, and I guess, I don't know. They wouldn't get together to play Dungeons and Dragons. No, <laughs> Scrabble. Maybe they'd play Dungeons and Dragons. Or they would play Cards Against Humanity or something completely irreverent. I don't know. I like that idea. I like the kombucha thing. I like the coffee shop. So yeah, we could do that. Alright, so I'm gonna set up our little improv now. And we're just gonna go from there. I was working the really cool shift at the police station. It's 2017, so... I like to get up at 11 o'clock and go to the station at noon because that's when all the cool crimes are committed. And about 1 o'clock, my partner 
She's a really great detective, probably better than me. Her name is Sue. Sue Wednesday, because that's a last name we haven't used in the show yet. Sue Wednesday is my partner, and I am Officer Jones Smith, because that's not the most common name ever. She brought in the case that we got at one o'clock in the afternoon. Hi, Sue Wednesday here. I'm just back with our very important case that I just brought in. It's all about a missing person last seen at the coffee shop. You know the one down on Williamson and she was last seen drinking kombucha. We should interview her friend. I, I think she knows her and see how that goes. Oh my gosh, the Williamson hangout coffee shop? That's like the best location and the most popular right now. And kombucha? That's like the most popular drink. If I was a betting man, I would say she probably drank tons of those, which have a nice vinaigrette undertone and also have some alcoholic content, which makes it totally trendy. Also, did we check her Twitter account to see when she last posted? Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, etc. You know, I did check into that, and she has not posted since... 12.42 a.m. It's been hours now. There must be something wrong. Who doesn't post on Twitter for hours? Yeah. If someone doesn't post on Twitter for a few hours, that's like old standard being missing for a month. We better talk to this friend. 1.42 p.m. We're meeting the friend at the Trendy Park across the street from the Trendy Coffee Shop. Well, Becky BFF for life, what we really need right now is to hook you up to these electrodes. One goes under your finger and one goes right over your heartbeat. And this way, we're just going to get the facts. And this machine will tell us if you're telling just the facts. So don't tell us anything else except for the facts, the whole facts, and nothing but the facts. Hey, Becky. BFF Becky. Hey, also, sorry to interrupt out of the blue like this, guys, but I noticed that you two detectives and this person you're interviewing have a very lack of something coming from your hand, meeting your mouth, and blowing insane amounts of smoke. Would you be interested in purchasing these vape pens? They give you all the added oxygen you need your system with none of the harmful effects of awful, stupid, ridiculous, killing, cancer stick cigarettes. Just thought I'd offer that to you in the middle of your interview. Thanks for that. I hadn't considered vaping, but maybe now I will. I might just stick to my kombucha though, because my best friend, she's the best possible ever best kombucha shop in the coffee shop on Williamson, the Williamson Coffee Shop, which is consequently 
in the trendy coffee shop right there across the street from our trendy spot. Anyway, best friends. You know what? Thanks for the offer for the vape pens and whatnot. I'll take five. But that's besides the point. We're getting off track. So she liked things that are trendy. Trendy kombucha sold at trendy coffee shop across the street from the trendy park. I'm beginning to see a pattern. What do you think, Wednesday? I'm sensing a trend. Something is amiss. Maybe we should talk to the people who own the artisanal cheese shop next door. That's a brilliant idea. If anyone would know anything about trendy, it would be the artisanal cheese shop owners. Let's go now. Hi, artisanal cheese shop owner. Hello, and welcome to Cheese for You. We have a few questions we would like for you to answer for us about the owner of the trendy kombucha coffee shop next door. Cheese for You, the artisanal cheese shop, voted five stars on all major review apps. Yes, as I was saying, we have a few questions for you. Would you... Are you the owner? Maybe you're not even the owner. But we have some questions for the owner. Like, what's going on? We noticed you haven't tweeted now for about six hours, and your Facebook has been inactive for 45 minutes. Care to elaborate? The only thing I care to elaborate on is how our 27 international cheeses from 25 separate countries are all becoming milk. Someone's melted all my cheese in the back room and that's why I haven't had enough time to tweet or Facebook or follow up with any of my followers on Instagram. It's quite an embarrassment and I have no idea why. And no, I'm a renter here. The owner is MIA as well. I've tried to text him several times and I've tried to Snapchat as well. Partner, we need to get this one hooked up to those electrode things under the fingers because we need to get just the fat. We don't need the facts on milk. We need the facts on the missing person. And consequently, my phone is getting ready to die. It's on low power and I don't have my charger. So we need to wrap this thing up. So just the facts. Yes, ma'am. I agree with Wednesday. We need the facts. And if we can't get a phone charger here, we will be useless because half of our investigations is over our cellular devices. So please, put this on your finger, put this over your heart, and say that one more time. Well, I cannot believe that you don't believe me, but as you can see from your device right now, somebody has sabotaged my cheeses. And if I don't save this operation, I will be booted out of this building. And it sounds like the coffee shop lady is gone, missing for hours, 
from her building. So I would ask the landlord. Okay? Wednesday, what do you think? I think we need to track down that landlord. Also, I've just been next door to the Trendy Coffee Kombucha shop, and they said that their kombucha has all turned in to fermented vinegar. But more than normal kombucha vinegar. This is like 48% alcoholic vinegar. Something is up. So maybe we're not looking for a missing alive person, but a missing dead person who overdrank bad kombucha. By the way, did you get your phone charged while you were over there? No, I literally have no charger. It is bad. It is all the way at home. Okay, so I know it's about 2.15 p.m. right now. We're gonna get you some time to go home, then we'll meet with the landlord, like maybe three. Yeah, let me see what I can do. Do you guys really not need a vape pen? Like, I, I'm kind of following you around, just seeing it in case you need one. I'm gonna do a quick look-see and see if I can find any resemblance of a charger around this place. Good idea. Please return and report. Later, around 3.25 p.m., the officers met with landlord Busky Rogers on his top floor apartment overlooking the park, the cheese shop, and the coffee shop. Excuse me, sir. Is your name Busky Rogers? Yes, my name's Busky. What of it? Well, Busky Magoo, we heard that there have been some suspicious reports of vandalism done to some of the locations in which you own the building and your renters have been reporting sabotage as well as the missing person from the coffee shop she hasn't tweeted in hours at this point close to 10 hours let me hook you up to these electrodes your fingers and your heart real quick just so we can get the facts and nothing but the facts the whole fact 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 Fact. Who told you that? I don't want to be hooked up to any of your machines. Why would you want to do that? I will answer your question. The answer is no, absolutely not. I did nothing except for smoke a vape. Well, it's reading true that you did smoke vapes. I don't know what it's doing to my voice. It seems to keep changing the tone of it. But anyway, I didn't do anything except for empty my vape pen into the heating element at the kombucha shop. And maybe a little into the tea shop. I don't, see, I don't see a problem here. You don't see a problem here? Well, that is exactly what the problem is. No wonder everything was sabotaged. If it got into the elements, then it would have stopped the refrigerators at the cheese shop and turned on the heat, melting all the cheese, and then it would have caused the temperature in the kombucha in the coffee shop to be at the wrong degree, causing it to over-ferment and probably causing the death of our poor victim, who we thought was just a missing person. 
you know, you wouldn't mind if we took a look around some of the rooms here to see if there's any skeletons in your closet. Mind? Oh, why would I mind? Go ahead. Check things out, we will. <gasps> What's behind door number one? Bathroom, shower, nothing in there. Door number two. Look, look into your bedroom. Excuse me, sorry, I see the dead body of our tenant. So, it would seem like you're telling the truth and we got all the facts we needed. Looks like it was an accident that's been covered up. I didn't mean to do it. You gotta believe me, this is the facts. These are the facts. I didn't do it on purpose. She saw me. She saw me dumping my vape into the element. And she asked me why. And I don't like people asking me questions. Especially when I'm trying to sabotage their shops so that I can get more money from the Dunkin' Donuts that wants to move in. All right, all right, settle down. Let's take it down a notch and overview. What we've just learned is that sometimes vape pens, although more healthy for your lungs and throat and ears and nose and eyes, they're not healthy for small businesses, especially when Dunkin' Donuts comes a knocking at your door. And if they come knock at your door, you'll be waiting for them where the murder is not for his or yours, but hers. And that really stinks, even though the vape smells good. So we're gonna take you downtown, and I think you know what that means. And Wednesday, did you catch all this? Or are you too preoccupied with your cell phone? No, I got my cell phone charged. And I can tell you this, I've been following it all, and I have all the facts. The facts are that Becky was her best friend, and that the landlord killed her. Not Becky. Her best friend. I guess we solved this case with the facts. And we solve this crime before dinner time. So, if I were you, I would book this guy and hurry and meet me at El Restaurante, the new Espanol type atmosphere where they speak the Espanol to you and then give you the gourmet taco truck stuff. The one with the Thai-Indian Bahamas infusion? Is that the one that you mean? Because I'm in. Let me just get this guy booked. You're under arrest. Thank you so much for helping us with this case. I can't wait to go to the Thai-infused Espanol-speaking taco truck infusion. Me either, let's go. All right, we did it. We did it.
right. That was fun. Oh my goodness. That was very silly and funny and in my humble opinion, more entertaining than the original. I second that humble opinion and raise you my somewhat less humble opinion. It was great. I thought it was more entertaining than the original and we had fun with it and it kept true to the ideas and themes without being so boring, but it still was kind of like based in reality. So I give it 500 thumbs up. Thumbs up times a million. So we've gotten some requests for episodes of old time radio we can do for next time. So I think we should listen to our listeners double listen to our listeners and do some of those. I've also gone ahead and talked to a couple of my friends who you somewhat know, like Jacob Chapman. They might be interested in being a guest on future episodes. And if we continue recording the episodes the way we do, there's a group chat function that would be really cool to do that. Okay, that sounds like fun. Let's see how this one turns out in the edit. And... I'm down for that. That could be fun. The more the merrier. Except for it's too many, then that's just, that's no more fun. That's just a crowd. I was thinking of like 500 friends, but I'll limit it. A special thanks to the Marco Polo app for helping us record our podcast today. They're not even sponsoring us, but I did want to shout out to them. That's what's making today's episode possible. Thanks, Marco Polo. This is great. We've had a really good time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The, the Second, Second Golden, Golden Age, Age of, of Radio. Radio. Goodbye for now.